African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. Good morning to you, Channel Africans. It's 1100 hours Central African time. Welcome to this edition of, fr- of the Friday edition of African Dialogue. My name is Ayanda Mkwanazi. We're coming to you live from the SABC headquarters right here in South Africa. Listen to us on the DSTV audio book here on Channel 802. You can also live stream us on www.channelafrica.co.za. Coming up after the program, a packed program uh, as, as always. On the first segment, I speak to Ndumi Hadebe, an entrepreneur, about her book, Black Tax. Just the concept of black tax, talking about black tax. Uh, it can be such a taboo subject in the black community, but we need to have these discussions. What motivated her to write this this book and um, just the concept around uh, a black tax. Then we go to what's trending with Dumelo Zulu. We zoom into Mozambique, looking at the humanitarian situation there in Cabo Delgado, Cabo Delgado and in our financial segment we look at Gap Cover. Now remember last week we started a series on medical aid insurance and um, today we're looking at Gap Cover insurance within a medical aid scheme. Welcome back to African Dialogue. Thank you for joining us. We're coming to you live from the SABC headquarters in South Africa. My name is Ayanda Mkwanazi and together with Dumelo Zulu and Wiseman Mangali will take you through the next hour. Well, today we're speaking to Undumi Hadebe, an entrepreneur, self-leadership coach, about her book, uh, which is still at the baby stages, initial stages of writing a book about black text. And we thought... This is an interesting concept to speak about and to understand how um, particularly the black community find themselves uh, paying black tax. And why is it that we don't speak about it? It's almost like a taboo. So she joins me on the line uh, to speak to me this morning. Thank you so much, Ndumi, for giving me your time. Good morning, Ayanda. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. How have you been keeping during this, this time of COVID? I'm keeping well, keeping safe, and uh, have had mild exposure uh, through uh, my partner, through his work. But um, hey, we just uh, immune up, basically. Mm, that's very, very good. Dumi, now tell us a bit about your new venture and this book that you are, you are starting to write, Black Tax. Okay, so... Um, the subject for the topic of black text, I took interest in it after the book that was written by or compiled by uh, Nick Nkongo. And it felt to me like a challenge to actually highlight, you know, the things that are beneath the surface of the issue of black text, other than socioeconomic um, uh, inequality. So we know where it comes from. We know why we have it. We know how we've inher- inherited it. My challenge was how we are dealing with it as society and, of course, as families. And if that's how we deal with it as families, then how we are dealing with it individually. And what I realized is that it's the elephant in the room. But the elephant is so large. It's so colorful. It's here. And it's animated. And everybody is dealing with it to a certain degree. And, um, and I thought, 
this is worth actually digging deeper than just really telling the stories of of black text, basically. So from what angle are, are you going to write this book? Are you going to write this book from an angle from people's uh, own testimonies? So it's more uh, through stories of people that are experiencing black text uh, through their various relationships. It could be with their parents or partners or uh, their children or even siblings. Um, and then looking into the issue of, like I said, the elephant in the room and and then highlighting that then it's not actually the elephant in the room. We are just simply aligning to ourselves and to each other as loved ones um, by by not pointing out the frequency and the regularity of black text and not seeing the entitlement that comes with it. And also the biggest part that is highlighted in the book is how we don't observe the feelings that are experienced by either party. By either party, I mean basically the payer slash giver or the recipient of, of black text. Because the feelings in my view, are everything. So if the payer and giver, slash giver, is paying black tax from a place of fear of being judged by family or feelings of guilt or indebtedness, or that is not a good place to come from. How can we transition the payer or the giver to shift from those feelings to more positive feelings in engaging with black tax? The same thing applies with the recipient. Um, these feelings of, well, this is not a structured arrangement mm. in most families. Therefore, there's a sense of, it's like we're stealing this money, but we're not stealing it because the pair is paying it. <laughs> no one is pointing a gun at the pair. Mm. But there's a sense of guilt, a sense of shame that comes with it if it's done almost undefined. So the rules of engagement are not defined. They are not clear. Therefore, the feelings are not going to be clear. Mm. And we are most likely to be more negative. And that is the 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 angle that I I I use or I take. And then obviously focus narrow in on boundaries. How if we are aware of these feelings on either side, then we can actually be able to set healthy functioning boundaries around the issue of black tax. It doesn't have to be a, a big elephant that weighs everybody in the family. Do you think that, I mean, you're speaking about feelings of guilt sometimes, that that is why perhaps um, the giver feels that they should they should continue uh, giving um, this money, that it's also maybe a feeling of obligation. You know, you they see you as someone who may have, uh, broken through some particular period in your life, you've now made it, and you know, therefore, you should give back somehow. Absolutely, um, you know, and the concept of giving back is two ways. Um, giving back is obviously a good thing, you know, pull one up as you go up or as you rise. Um, that's natural progression. So it's in the way that it happens, the sneakiness of it that creates this guilt and shame from other parties. And where the payer is then feeling these uh, feelings of guilt of like, okay, yeah, I do have, I feel bad for having savings whilst someone is struggling. But part of the reason why we're not thriving in society is precisely because we don't save. (laughs) So we are not growing as individuals financially 
because we are unable to have healthy, functioning conversations around the issue of money, around boundaries, around black tax specifically, in saying, yes, I have the money. I can give you only 500 grand a month, and that's it, and have an honest and loving and compassionate conversation about it um, so that the other party is clear about that. And even the other party, the recipient, they are receiving this money not knowing do they owe you in future, yes or no? Um, should they then pay money for your children when your children need them? Uh, so it's in the gray area where we cause this self-inflicted confusion. Whereas if we sat down and had the conversation that is clear, there is, uh, there is loving and uh, compassionate and understanding of both parties, then it, both parties would understand why I'm helping, how I'm able to help, to what degree I'm able to help. And that, yes, indeed, I do have money, lots of it. I'm saving it so that I can accrue interest on it. Mm. Yes, I've got money, but the money that I've budgeted for black tax is X amount. And let it be understood within the family. So the payer slash giver cannot communicate that because then the assumption is that if you've got money, the money must be spent. Mm. Is it not also big, big, because I'm also thinking here, um, uh, uh, Ndumi, is that perhaps speaking about finances and money is mm-hmm. also a bit of a, a challenge in the black community. I mean, if I think about myself, just growing up with my parents, we never spoke about money. They never taught me how to save. They never said to me, this is how much we need for this month. It was the only time I ever received money was for my bus fare. So the conversation around money is is always difficult. And, 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 you know, how does that contribute to black tax as well? Is that, you know, communication about finances as as a family doesn't sometimes come through? Well, it's it's everything. It's actually why black tax exists. As as you said at the beginning, as a taboo concept, this is a straightforward pull one up as you rise type of structured arrangement. Now, going back to the issue of not talking about money, what it means in essence is that, in fact, not just black families, look at corporate, look at businesses, how your pay slip is a secret, it's confidential. So talking about money in society is taboo. When suddenly somebody says, I've saved 500,000 rand, it's just like, oh, she loves bragging. But she's just saved 500,000 rand. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. So we've, we've, restricted the energy as society of interacting with this energy, with this entity called money Mm. to Mm. begin with as a whole, at corporate, at business level, at societal level, especially um, black families. And the reason why we struggled the most is because there was never money to be discussed. Mm. There was so little. So when Ayanda was exposed to money for the first time in her life, it was for her to spend. So, in essence, I can I can be here and conclude that the the first lesson that you have with money was more negative than it was positive. Mm. It was more it was not preserving money. It is about spending money, not because your parents were not wise, because that that was how societal structures headed basically. And now, even when you get a salary, the first impulse when money arrives is for Ayanda to spend money, mm. most likely. This is 
oh, I've earned 40 grand. Let me save 20% of this money. So already the relationship, so the fact that the recipient quite often is someone that has zero relationship or very little relationship with money creates this lack of understanding when then they interact with the payer of black tax. Mm. Well, I'm so... Oh, sorry, mm -hmm. continue to me? As to why a person can say, I've got money, but only to spend in this item, or I've got money, but some of it is too spent, is too invest, because that person that will be paying black tax, if they already healed their relationship with money, they will be then having a positive relationship with money. But sometimes, even us, the payer and the giver, the reason why we don't talk about money and the boundaries relating to money is precisely because we still have flawed relationship with money. Mm. Well, I'm in conversation with Ndumi Hadebe, an entrepreneur, self-leadership coach, about her book that she's uh, writing. It's still in the baby stages. It's called Black Tax. Let's take a break. We'll continue with our conversation with her. Follow Channel Africa on these social media platforms. On Facebook, Channel Africa One. On Twitter, at Channel Africa One. And YouTube on Channel Africa Radio. Our website, www.channelafrica.co.za. Channel Africa, from an African perspective. Have you ever asked yourself, what on earth am I here for? When God placed his image in us, he placed a sense of eternity within us. What is my purpose in life? I was made for greatness. I just don't know what it is yet, but I was made for greatness. Life by Design explores the journey of people from around the continent who live a life of purpose. They share their experience on how they discovered what they were meant to do. Join me, Amanda Machaga, every Monday at 8.05 Central African Time for your weekly dose of Monday Motivation only on Channel Africa, The African Perspective. Life by Design. Be the update of your life. Welcome back to African Dialogue. A reminder that in about 20 minutes time, there'll be an update from the Econ Desk, followed by the Sports News. And at 12 o'clock at top of the hour, Africa Midday is coming up. I'm in conversation with Ndumi Hadebe, an entrepreneur, self-leadership coach. She's uh, at the initial stages of writing a book about black tax. Ndumi, you know, m perhaps you could share with us um, some of your motivation behind... Uh, writing this book maybe um you know some experience that you've had but what has motivated what planted that seed in your mind that this is a book that you'd like to write and it's your first book yes um it is my very first book so i'm writing it almost like a more of a reflection mm. uh, than, than anything so it's, it's quite therapeutic so the issue of self of uh, uh, uh boundaries basically was what, what what came up to me the most because my focus or my uh, 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 passion and purpose and business is 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 towards uh, that self leadership. How can people lead themselves to a better relationship with themselves to achieve their goals and um, uh, even better relationships with their loved ones? So when the topic of black text was thrown at me and I sat at a, at a, at a panel. Uh, last year, and my reflecting on it and actually seeing that this is 
this has got very little to do with money, actually. It's got very little to do with the rent value, more than it does with the actual boundaries that we take so, we take so much for granted. Um, boundaries we have with ourselves, boundaries we have with others. And those could be emotional and mental and an actual physical space. So if we don't have them in those areas, then obviously we will struggle to have them um, in, in, in the money conversation. So what, what was the light bulb for me was that why I struggled with boundaries around money is because I didn't have boundaries for a long time in all other areas of my life. So I, I could not get it right with money if I do not have boundaries set straight in all the other areas of my life. And that is why in the book there is the, the, the constant drive that we are paying this black tax in the way that we don't realize emotionally and mentally and, and energetically and how we are also paying tax through our time, paying tax through our IP, whether we are aware of it or not. And we pay the price for not knowing that we don't know. And by that, I mean for just not healing the wounds that are relating to money, not healing the wounds that are relating to, to, to boundaries. And by boundaries, I simply mean just knowing that this is my space up to here. These are my needs. These are my wants. These are my feelings, my thoughts, my questions about this. And it must be heard, not necessarily at the expense of somebody else, it must just be heard, and I must be in a space of expressing it. Now, with black text, you and I, Ayanda, do not have the luxury of expressing our needs, of expressing our wants, our questions. You know, to say, yeah, but when does it stop? <laughs> when does it mm. stop? Right? So when I realize that we are focusing on the rent value of black text, my, my view was that, well, we are focusing on the wrong thing. Mm. The thing that we should be dealing with is in actual fact, boundaries. Mm. Let's get into that. How do we start creating those boundaries so that we don't break uh, whatever relationships we might have with those uh, family members so that they also understand the point where you'd be coming mm. from when you start to set those boundaries? And, oh, and also, Ndumi, it's difficult to set boundaries after 10 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it, that is, you raise it, the, that's the most important part. Mm. In fact, that's why the book is relevant because I've been paying black tax maybe, let's say, 15 years or 20 years. Mm. Now, imagine going to my family and saying, yeah, guys, uh, it, it, now it needs to stop. Mm. Then there is a, people will be like, yeah, what's changed, yes. right? But going back to your issue of how do we do that? Well, it starts, I know that's going to sound cliche, but it, it starts with self-love and self-care. And by self-love, I don't mean the self-love that is like go for a pampering massage. There's room for that, mm. that external self-love. The internal self-love that I'm, I'm referring to is the how does Ayanda feel about this? Mm. What are Ayanda's needs here? What are her wants? What are her questions? What are her thoughts? What are her ideas around that particular area of her life? In this case, money. So if someone is asking for a thousand rand, you have it in their account because it's meant to go into your savings. And someone says they want 500 rand of that money. How does Ayanda feel about it? And what are her needs? Hmm. Your need and mine is not going to be the same. Hmm. And there's no justification required. It doesn't need to be up for discussion. Hmm. So it first has to start with Ayanda and Doom saying, 
this is me. This is how I feel. This is how I see it. These are my needs. These are my wants. And then own that in its entirety. And before you own it, you may need to take time and forgive yourself for not doing that sooner. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then once you've owned it, you then start communicating to your loved ones with love and compassion. With understanding that it may take a while for them to get it. Some might not ever get it. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. The reason why that is okay is that to choose someone else's needs over yours is dishonest. Mm-hmm. disingenuous to do that. To lie. And then it means that the paying of black tax comes from a fearful, a fearful place. It comes from a place of indebtedness. Mm-hmm. And the worry, the reason why you have to, we have to shift from those places or those feelings is because it causes resentment. It causes anger towards the recipient and the family. Mm-hmm. And How- there lies in the problem. Mm-hmm. How do we also then, because uh, I've got four minutes left with you, Ndini, how mm. do we also um, break the cycle? Well, it starts with you and me, Ayanda, right? So the beginning, I think uh, uh, the, the lives of Nick and the people that contributed to his book, they kind of set the conversation in motion, mm. which I'm very grateful for because it gave me the challenge to actually think deeper as a self-leadership coach to this extent about this topic, right? Mm. And then we have to engage um, also people that are in the financial learning space, mm. you know, mm. coaches in that space to incorporate the discussion around black tax because it is a reality. And then with ourselves here on this phone call or during this interview, have the honesty to say, well, how I feel is about this issue and own it. And then set the motion by communicating with our loved ones lovingly and simply saying, mom, uh, I've been doing this course and wow, I'm so enlightened. I'd love to tell you about it. Mm. Um, If one has been doing a course and what I've learned is one, two, three. I've learned that to give you a thousand five hundred rand every month may actually be detrimental to this family um, as opposed to giving you a 750 and saving the other 750. Mm. How do we work around it? So it's about opening up that space that is loving and safe. And uh, there is also just like, well, I'm exploring. This is, well, I'm the breadwinner here. You will get it from me. So the energy is different. Mm. And uh, whilst you are communicating the exact same thing, mm. where it comes from matters more than anything. Mm. Whether if it comes from a place of I'm the breadwinner, I'm the rahadi here, you guys hear it from me, I, I know, I know, I know, then the energy will be resistance. But it comes if it comes from a place of I've enc- I've learned new things and those new things demand of me to do differently. Mm. I would love you to come on board to do differently with me. I'd love you to help me, mom, to acquire wealth for this family. Where can we start? And then the conversation begins. Wow. Thank you so much. That's where we're going to leave it with you this morning, Ndumi Hatib. A very enlightening conversation there on Black Tech. Thank, thank you very much for speaking to us and for giving us your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me, Ayanda. Much appreciated.